quick disclaimer. The following that I'm about to play for you is an interview that I did with two people. Two people who are part of a very new age type of business. If you're not open-minded, you don't like talking about sex and hey, maybe this isn't what you thought it was, then I warn you now. It's about to get crazy. And mom, switch it off. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Pull up serve until the barrel is empty. I keep it with me. Javinci, Javinci. Pour these bottles, you will swear some clean I pour like you need me. Javinci, Javinci. Primary villa in the motherfucking Indies. That's gonna be the new entrance from now on. Nah, I'm kidding. Yo, welcome to the Urban Twist Podcast. I'm your host, The Voyager Nash. And today's episode is simple. We're getting deep into OnlyFans and their content creators. I'm interviewing two adult content creators and... If you heard from the disclaimer, and my mom is obviously not listening now, it's time to just go straight into this and get wild. <sighs> Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Interviewing these women has been so fun. And I kind of hope I interview a male next. Well, maybe not soon, but super soon. Like, have in mind, have an open mind when you listen to these episodes. This is for fun to just giving people a more understanding of what it is they're actually doing, why they're doing it, how they got into it, you know? And if you're a perv out there, you watch all that anime with tentacles and... No, I'm kidding. No judgment here. But I know it's going to be fun. This is going to be very fun. I'm kind of excited. Like, <laughs> I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. But before I even do that, like, let's let's just be honest here. If you're wondering, yo, man... How do I listen to this some more and like, you know, like, how do I share it to my friends? You know, I mean, ah, oh, geez. I mean, where do I subscribe? Ah, oh, geez, ah, oh, geez. Well, don't, don't even worry all you Mortys out there. It's pretty simple. If you know an app called Anchor, download it. It's on like everything. If you have a phone, Anchor. You can listen to the podcast right there. You can listen to me on like SoundCloud, on like Spotify, on Apple, like podcasts, everything. Everything. If you stream music, you'll find me there. So what are you waiting for? Share it to your friends, bro. <laughs> but no, seriously. Other than that, yo, follow my socials. Follow the Voyager Nash on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at the Urban Twist Podcast. And other than that, man, let's just let's just dig right into this. Like we about to jump into this episode, kind of like you do when it comes to eating the booty. <laughs> okay i feel like yo that was already a start of like oh, okay it's one of these episodes yes it's one of these episodes but before we even get to all the sexualness and how it got here to this crazy crazy episode let's allow ourselves to you know have a moment of education if you're wondering what's only fans well guess what I'm way too lazy to explain it. So I got the audio from them themselves to explain it. Let's do this. We all love using social media, right? It's fun to share our story and even more fun to see our followers grow. But just imagine if there was a way to earn from your social media, one where your followers actually paid you to see your content. Welcome to OnlyFans. 
OnlyFans is a social media platform, just like those you use already, but which allows you to set a monthly subscription price, ensuring that any media you upload is fully hidden until your fans pay your subscription. So whether you're a vlogger, YouTuber, fitness trainer, life coach, celebrity, model, whatever, you can reward your loyal fans with even more of the great content you already produce, but get paid for it. And it's so easy to use. You just type in your post and drag and drop in any picture or video. You can even share your post via Twitter to turn more of your followers into subscribers. OnlyFans.com is fully mobile compatible. And with our mobile apps launching soon, you really can take your fans with you wherever you go. But it gets better. With OnlyFans, you earn 80% commission and you get paid directly into your bank account via our fully secure payment system. Just think for a second about how much you could earn. Let's give you an example. Say you have 10,000 followers. Well, if just 5% of those were willing to pay just $10 per month to subscribe to your profile, you'd be earning $4,000 per month, net, straight into your bank account. So if you're from the US, Canada, Australia, UK, or the European Union, then get on to OnlyFans.com. We're having fans pays. Oh, wasn't that so damn sweet? We're having fans pays. Well, guess what, boys? It doesn't even matter if you're not from those countries because, um, yeah, it's a thing to just get, like, you know, a certain account to just get that money back to you anyways. And FNB supports only fans, apparently, if you're South African. So let's get into this. The people I'm interviewing today, the lovely Jasmine Banks, and Barbie. Barbie, our very own South African adult OnlyFans content creator. So yeah, from that you can already tell what this is about, what kind of people we're interviewing, and yeah, it's not going to be boring. We're interviewing Naughty type. <laughs> I'm not proud of myself for saying it like that. So anyways... I'm not going to waste your time. Let's get into this. I hope you guys have a really good time. And you know what? Stay tuned to the end of the episode where I can just thank you lovely people for listening. Anyways, play my music, bro. Even when I was tell you I know 
Um, you can uh, go off camera if you want to. Um, oh, that looks yummy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Right. Firstly, I just want to say, like, thank you so much for, like, having the time to do this. <laughs> oh, no. It's, um, I had some free time today, and I've been trying to do things to get myself more exposure, so it worked out. Okay, that's that's literally, like, the best thing I've ever heard. Mm. Honestly. <laughs> okay, um, like, firstly, like, Happy New Year's, actually. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, like, um, how's the New Year's been treating you so far? Amazing. That's that's definitely good. And what's the time there? The time right now, actually, this side is like eleven at night. Oh wow, it's five in the it's five in the evening here. Oh, okay, so I guess you're making dinner then. I am. Okay, that's that's awesome. What's for dinner? <laughs> uh, I'm making chicken and noodles and mashed potatoes and cabbage and cornbread. Oh, snap. So we have a hidden cook as well. So this is pretty cool. <laughs> yep, I do. I cook here and there. Okay, that, that's really awesome. So before we even get into this, I'd just like you to, like, just in your own words, introduce yourself to me. Tell me, how would you, like, introduce yourself to, like, just people who don't know you? Anybody who doesn't know me? Well, yeah. I just, I mean, I would introduce myself as Jasmine. All right, okay. Jasmine, and how old are you? What is it you do in your own words? What is your profession? Um, well, I'm 30, and I am a content creator. I create... Mm -hmm. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so I create all kinds of different content, ranging from comedy to adult. That's awesome. Okay, and Jasmine, like, I'd just like to ask you, like, when you, like, plan this out for the day, like, how does it usually go? Like, what is your day-to-day? -day? Like, what's the day in the life of Jasmine? Uh, well, I pretty much do whatever the fuck I want every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like, it sounds like freedom. Yeah, period. Um, you know, I shoot when I'm in the mood to shoot. When I'm not, I chill. Um, you know, I, I like to... I, I really like to just... Like, when I'm not traveling, I like to enjoy my house. So, hey, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I do... You say, like, a, you would probably, like, keep, like, kind of a, I don't know, a routine, maybe? Like, a schedule? Or is it just no, more spontaneous? No, it's just whatever I feel like doing, basically. <laughs> I really <laughs> need to be more organized and be, you know, kind of treat my brand a little bit more like a business. Um, cause you know, I am, I, I, I make good money, but if I, if I was a little more, um, hands-on with it, or if I was a little bit more consistent, I probably could triple my income. So that's really what I'm looking forward to doing this year is, um, being more consistent. I hear you. I definitely hear you. Okay. The first question I really want to ask you, right, is how did you come up with the name Oral Goddess? Um, well, I consider myself a goddess, um, because I, I, I like to believe, I like to call myself a goddess and not a queen, um, because a goddess is somebody who is 
loved and adored by, um, you know, by her fans or by her followers or her people. Um, and a queen is more uh, you know, a ruler, somebody who, you know, kind of an authority figure. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, a queen is somebody who is admired, but um, they kind of have a bad rap. Too. So I, I I don't identify with queen. I identify more with goddess, and I specialize in giving oral. That's what I really really like to do. I feel like it's one of the most powerful things, um, or one of the most pow- powerful talents that I possess. So that's what I decided to go by when I first got in the industry. But if you look at my bio, it no longer says oral goddess. It now says throat goat. Oh, throat goat. Oh, snap. Yes. Okay. The yeah, greatest of all time out there. Okay. I, I can strongly believe that. Early on, <laughs> my girlfriend forced me, really, like, not that I didn't want to, but like, she forced me to just, like, check out all your stuff. And, like, she was just there, like, look, that's skill, that's talent, son. And I was just there, like, I bet. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is so dope. Tell your girlfriend I said thank you so much and I love her. Yeah, like most, I think she's going to lose her mind now when she hears this on the podcast. She's just like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yep. yeah, another thing I wanted to ask you, right? It's really cool how you kind of relate a goddess to a queen. And like, I really admire that because I kind of see you got quite a bit of tattoos and like queens don't usually do that but a goddess is like an art form if you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and you having tattoos as well that just like furthers the idea that like it's a goddess kind of image like it's really cool it's really cool yeah actually. yeah okay so i think i'm just gonna like shoot like you with like one of my crazy questions as we go on you know what i mean just see how we can just mix it up and get it really fun could you tell me a crazy story about what made you first like just go yeah i'm the oral goddess i'm the good at this like is there a story behind how this started well there is a little bit of backstory um i before i started um making videos i was dancing in the strip club right but i yeah but i wasn't happy like i just never was content i hated going to work i hated what i did it was just you know, the money was good. So that's what kind of kept me going or whatever. No, so, I hear you. Yeah. So I am originally from Illinois, but three years ago, I moved to Atlanta. So when I moved to Atlanta, I met this guy and, you know, we had a sexual relationship and he right. just used to go crazy over how I sucked his dick. And he was right. like, oh, my God, if you could fucking bottle this up and sell it, you would be a fucking millionaire. And he just, he, he I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, guys have always complimented me on on my skills, but he just, he just used to be extra with it. <laughs> yeah, like, he was extra with it. So, after, like, one day I'm in the strip club, and, again, I'm hating my life, Um and I'm talking to a friend and I'm telling him, like, I need to do something to, to make extra money. Like, I'm tired of dancing. I'm, you know, I need to do something else. So that's when he told me about OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. And OnlyFans. So I decided to take what this guy was going crazy over and, you know, post a video and see how it, how it went. And it went crazy. Like, it took off like- fast. Yeah. I can imagine, like, I feel like I won't even, like, say, like, not to, like, boost your ego, but, like, you're a very attractive woman. So I could imagine, like, for guys who are just 
seeing this like kind of new type of industry where it's more premium service type of a thing it must have been like a bit of like a whoa like this is amazing this this is it right here like there's no need for me to like go on any porn site anymore like Oh yeah, yeah. Only I mean, you know, I lo- I love OnlyFans because you know it really gives. I mean, it's just like it's basically a social media, and people pay to follow you. Um, and yeah. that the fans that I mean, they love that. You know, don't get me wrong. It's it's fun to go. It's it's okay to go on Pornhub and you know do whatever, whatever. But when there's you know when you have somebody who you are admiring and this is somebody who you're searching for on a regular basis and somebody who helps you when you're alone helps you get to where you need to be like you want and you and and now all I have to do is pay ten dollars or fifteen or twenty dollars a month and I can talk to her I can see all her content I can see her new content before anyone else like I can imagine that that makes sense really (laughs) yeah yeah so I mean it's a win-win for everybody going all the way back right Mm mm-hmm Personal question, when did you lose your virginity? And more than that, after that question, second question to follow that up is what sparked you up sexually? What made you want to be adventurous? What, who did it? Who started the engine that forever kept going? <laughs> you know what? To be perfectly honest with you, I have always been hypersexual. Even before I even started having sex, I remember wanting to have sex really bad and kissing boys and kissing girls and you know just having those feelings um just those sexual feelings um now the first time that I ever acted on it I was 12 years old that was the first time I ever had sex sex like where I was penetrated um and uh what was the other question the other question was like, oh, who, oh. who was the partner that just kind of led you down the path of allowing you to like, just be being open about, free. yeah, being sexually free, experiencing all the crazy things about, you know, sex. You like, know who what? Was- I've always been sexually free, honestly. Um, yeah. Now, there was a time where I was, I felt very guilty about about my freeness um being around people who did not make me feel good about it or didn't understand um yeah, I hear you on that exactly didn't you know just didn't understand and so that really made me suppress something that was inside of me for a really really long time um and, and I mean and I suppressed it as much as I could because there were some things that I mean there was there were times that I I remember knowing that I shouldn't be having sex with this person or I shouldn't be doing this but I want to so bad and and me wanting to overpowered the guilt you know oh, yeah. and I, and, and yeah. I was shunned and I yeah and I was shunned about it a lot like in my hometown like I have a horrible reputation I'm a hoe you know that's what they refer to me as for a really really long I time I just I don't know I feel like it's so stupid like it's weird because here in South Africa it's actually like really crazy that like when people like start to get to that age where like you know they discover that you know there's more to relationship than holding hands and kissing it's like if you're a guy and you're doing it it's like maybe you need to slow down a bit you know you're you're getting a bad reputation but for like the girls oh it's way worse and i don't know the mm-hmm. main thing i wanted to do this interview about and just this podcast is that people shouldn't be ashamed about 
what they feel. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. natural. Like, I don't see a lion feeling bad after he slept with, like, seven different females. I don't see a female pride of lions feeling bad after, like, they've slept with countless of males who've come and go. Like, it's natural to feel that certain way and, like, express it through touch. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to ask you, did you ever have a partner maybe when you were younger who just encouraged you to want to be more open? Yes, I have. I've, I've had multiple partners who have encouraged, um, you know, I mean, of course, guys who are horny are going to encourage a woman to be, as, you know, as, as sexual as possible. But. Um, there were definitely guys who, who, as I was growing up and kind of coming, you know, learning myself and finding myself, there were guys who helped me and didn't make me feel bad, you know, and it was those and, the, and it was, you know, those people that really, you know, helped me to kind of continue to move forward in the direction that I that I felt that I need to go to inside instead of conforming to other people's beliefs of how I should live my life or what I should do behind my you know in my bedroom I hear you I hear you I recently actually just like watched like a recent video that you made um it's been kind of already going crazy with comments with like the whole the throat goat like yeah yes. giving that dude like that that was like the funniest thing I've seen in like a while that's what <laughs> asked you like when do you choose when do you decide what type of video you want to make um, well, when I do those skits, I do them with comedians that, um, that's kind of their lane. So they reach out to me usually with a concept already and I just, okay. I just act in it, you know? Or, I mean, like as much as some would say that you didn't do much acting, I defer and say you kind of did like, yeah, a little should, bit, a little bit. You should pause your face when you're going down into like this position where you get under the blanket it's gold like it's golden it looks like you're about to devour this poor guy's soul and there's nothing <laughs> else that he can do that is so <laughs> funny just like take it like <laughs> yeah it's yep. really cool actually and i just want to ask you like when someone comes up to you and like you know maybe a comedian or say has there ever been like those crazy opportunist type guys like yeah you know we can do this comedy act but i mean afterwards if you're down you know what i mean like oh yeah well no nobody's ever been like that bold um and nobody's ever made me feel like we're gonna do this skit and and i'm gonna help you get this exposure and we need to and i want a sexual favor after that like a lot of the actually all the comedians that i've ever worked with have been very professional and very cool that's great. I, I respect them for that. That is really great. Nash, give me one second. No problem. about that i had to mix up those mashed potatoes that's the last no you you mixed up the mashed potatoes girl like you know what i am really like feeling some type of way like i wish i was there because like i can hear a meal being made but i just wouldn't get to taste it yeah i know i know 
I'm evil for this, so I'll, I'll make oh, it up it's to okay. you. Do you it's ever okay. come to America? Yeah, actually, like, little cut backstory to myself. I actually stayed in the States for a while, like, mm-hmm. more than a while, really, like, an actually kind of a long time. And okay. it was pretty good. I stayed in Maryland, actually. Wow. So what made you move back? Um, Family. Missing home. Just, like, being away from family. It became too much, you know what I mean? So I just thought, it's time to get packing, move back, you know? Mm-hmm. And luckily, it felt like the right choice because, I don't know, everything happens for a reason, and I'm, I'm happy, you know? Facts. Facts. Yeah. But now that we're getting to the nitty and gritty, it's time for us to get to the nitty and gritty here. Okay. Favorite sex position. Go. My favorite sex position is mich- or uh, me on my back with my legs, like, behind my head. Why? Um, it just, the dick hits a certain spot when I'm like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. like, literally, yeah, it does. And like, my pussy gets so wet. Like, my pussy does not get as wet as it does in that, and it like, it, it like queefs and stuff too when I'm in that position. Imagine, I can imagine it's just like <laughs> the perfect moment. <laughs> yeah, I love that position. All right, okay. Even grittier. What is the freakiest thing you think that you've done so far on camera? On camera, thrown up. Throw oh, up on the oh, and not like actual like food vomit. Like um, when I shot this scene, I didn't eat anything the entire. We shot it at like twelve in the afternoon, so I didn't eat anything because I knew what I was about to get ready to do. So yeah. I drank a lot of water, and during the like during the shoot when he would make me throw up, like it would just be water. Oh snap. My and how did, like the, huh? the actor react? I'm sorry. And how did the the person that you were doing the scene with react? Oh, he goes crazy. He loves it. <laughs> okay, then I feel like he's got no issues there at all. <laughs> yep, loves it, and my fans love it too. Like, there's a fetish for that. Yeah, I've been hearing about that actually. Speaking of which, like. When it comes to the fetishes that you indulge for your fans, which fetishes are you definitely never going to indulge for them? You said which ones will I never indulge in? Yeah. Um, so I will probably never indulge in licking anyone's butt or doing any, really doing anything with anything that has to do with, the, with your butt. I'm not playing with feces um, or anything like that. Um, yeah, you know to your girl one cup, you're not about that. Yeah. Um, let me see, is there anything else? Um, really, it's just really just that. That's really my, my only thing. Yeah, no, I, I now, agree don't get you. me wrong, in violence, like, I don't, I'm, anything violent that could possibly hurt me, I'm not into. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can take a little pain, but nothing like too too extreme and I don't and I also I'm dominant to a certain extent but I'm not like a dominant that like humiliates um their subs like I'm more yeah. so uh, a mind controller if that <laughs> yeah no I well I mean you're the you're the like the goat of giving head I'm pretty sure there's a lot of mind control that goes into that right there you know <laughs> I can imagine right. the poor guys just sitting on that chair and that eye contact from there you're gone. Just over. <laughs> Basically. Basically. 
All right. And like, what do you think is like the, your favorite video so far that you've made out of all the videos that you've made so far? Give me some. Give me, give me a second, please. No problem. Um, no, not you. Not you. Uh. <laughs> um, so my favorite would probably be um, the video that I was just telling you about um, where there was some vomit, vomit involved. That right. was a scene that I did with um, Be Rich, who also goes by Dick Trainers. And it's also pinned. It's my pinned post on my OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, true. That's yeah, like, and the reason why true. I like it is because, I mean, again, I, I, ha- I do have a fetish for um, extreme hardcore oral sex. I do like to get face fucked. And, you know, I, now when it comes to that, I, you can get a little rough with me. You can smack me in the face. Like, that type of shit turns me on. I love it. Um, right. I hear you. So, I mean, he does he does all that. Um, very, very vocal, lots of moaning and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's my favorite scene. I actually have two scenes with him. I can imagine. And I'm just curious when it comes to that, like, how do you find, like, the people to do your scenes with? Like, I've always been curious as to, like, how does it work between early, like, content users and stuff? Um, well, right now, I'm actually in a relationship. So the person okay. that I'm in a relationship with is, is the only per, is the only male that I shoot with. But um, before that, like, say somebody had, like, a really big following or, like, a really big brand or something like that. And I felt like if I shot with them, that I would be able to tap into their market and gain fans. Um, that t- that's a way that I would... Um, that I would uh, assess who to shoot with, but also I've been paid for shoots. So okay, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Yeah, so if you pay me, I mean, but I'm not taking any paid shoots at the moment. Yeah, I hear you. And I was just gonna ask you, like, prior before your relationship, even now, like, how did it change the dynamic of like you being able to, like, you know, do scenes with different people, giving your fans like a different guy maybe like maybe a different preference every now and then but now that you're in a relationship do you think it's changed or swayed how your like fans feel about it no i don't think they care as long as content is is coming on a regular basis they're good <laughs> but yeah, that's don't. definitely good and that's and the, f- that's the wonderful thing about this industry i mean you literally can do Whatever you want to do, it is your business. It is your baby. You can run it how you run or run it. It's all of the the way that you make money is marketing, consistency, and marketing. Um, so he like he's he doesn't show his face or or anything like that. So he's just a prop, just like <laughs> a, a toy I would go buy at the store. Yeah, no, I heard that with, like, um, another interview that I heard from, actually. And it's, like, I always found it crazy because for them it was more of a thing, like, yeah, I do shoot with other people, but it doesn't get in the way of my relationship. I don't know how people do that. Like, do you think, like, it's a bit crazy to be able to, like, you know, still have, like, an actual partner, an actual relationship, but still want to shoot with, like, other people? No, there's, uh, I mean, there are couples that choose to have an open relationship because that's what works for them and who am I to say that that's wrong I mean as long as it works for you 
I just know what my man what works for my man, and he doesn't want me to shoot with any other guy, and that's understandable. Um, and I don't yeah. have to. Yeah, I no, I agree with that as well. Like, you really don't have to. Like you said, it's your baby. You can choose how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So when it comes to running your page and, like, speaking to fans, like, could you give me, like, a day in the life of how it is? Like, how fun is it? How crazy do your fans get? Like, just give well, me a run. I don't answer my DMs every day. I'll let you know that right now. Because sometimes it does become a chore. And oh, yeah. the main thing, the main thing that is a chore, um, answering DMs on OnlyFans is a lot of times. One second, I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead, take a bite. You know. <laughs> so a lot of times, um, the um, like, like on OnlyFans, you do, you have these things called paid messages. So right. I might put a preview of a scene that I just shot on the actual timeline, but then turn around and charge everybody for to watch the full scene. So right. if you're not subscribed at the time that I send that message out, then you miss it. So a lot of guys, they DM me, they're like, oh, I want that full scene. Well, for me to send one full scene on OnlyFans can sometimes take up to an hour. Oh, my god! So sometimes it takes me an entire hour just to answer one person's DM. And I have so many, I have thousands. So, I mean, it does, that gets a little overwhelming sometimes. Um, But I try not to let it stress me out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hear you. I hear you on that. And have you ever had like some crazy fan encounters? Like how is it in public when like your fans see you? Um, no, I've never had a bad experience um, meeting a fan. I've had fans ask to take pictures with me, um, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I actually like it when they when people recognize me. I mean, it makes you make me feel famous. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. A bit of a news flash. <laughs> say what? Famous, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. What'd you say? You are pretty famous, you know what I mean? So it's kind of understandable that, like, someone's going to come up to you eventually and be like, yo, I kind of need this photo. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm happy, you know, I would never, um, you know, I'm not a mean person. Like, I'm not, I I may look mean and unapproachable, but, like, if you talk to me and you talk to me with respect and you're nice to me, then I'm going to give you the same exact energy, if not better back. So... No, that's that's awesome. Like I I can personally say, guys, on the podcast, she's telling the truth. I literally came into your DM like an innocent person with all the respect, and like you were really nice to me. Like it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So we need more humans like you, you know. (laughs) Say what? We need more humans like you, you know. Like you're Um, solving major problems right now. Yeah, that's facts, definitely. And that's yeah. what I'm, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Like people get, you know, th- people say such negative things about, you know, me and other people that are in my industry. Like they just make it seem like we're horrible people, we're nasty, this and that. We're off the band. We're really like a lot of the people that I've met in this industry are some of the most sweetest, loving, you know. And I think that 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 it's because of all the hate that we receive, you know 
some, you know, some people could take that energy and they can, and, and they may want to bounce it back off to people in the world. But I mean, I, I feel like a lot of the sex workers that I've met, they take that energy and they turn it around into positivity and use that positivity to make other people's lives better. Yeah, I agree. I think that this newer type of industry, the OnlyFans, it is, I wouldn't say super new, but like it still is like really fresh and like it's going to take some time for like the mundane person to understand it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they struggle with understanding, especially sexual things, because you look at our history as like people and for so long, anything sexual was constricted and like forced. We are so brainwashed. Right. Like nobody wants to, you know, grow with the times. You know what I'm saying? I mean, back in the day, and don't get me wrong, STDs are still scary. They're still out there, and you still need to make sure that you're practicing safe sex and, um, you know, being aware. But at the same time, people just act like, like, you know, there's not, you don't have the the tools and the ability to have safe, have safe sex and still have it with multiple people or, or in, in whatever way that you, that you see fit, you know, like that's the last thing that somebody should be judged off of is what they want to do behind their bedroom door. Yeah, I agree with you. To be honest, if anyone like feels some type of way, I really honestly feel like if you want to sleep with Tom, Dick and Harry and anyone else, like you do that because it makes you happy. Don't mm-hmm. do it because, like, you're pressured and don't do it because you're trying to prove a point. You know what I mean? Like, it should be out of your own will of happiness. Like, Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to ask you, speaking of which, like, how do you prepare for a scene? Like, how did you get yourself from being camera shy to just being comfortable? Was it always like that? Or did, like, mm-hmm. you take a process to it? Well, um, I kind of work past the shyness. I am a shy person. Um, I always have been, but I learned to work through it. I mean, because not to sound big headed, but, you know, being pretty and, you know, good at what I do and not just in the, in the industry, even when I was dancing, um, I'm just, I'm just used to attention. I'm used to people wanting to take my picture and wanted to work with me um and no matter how many times it happens i'm still shy (laughs) yeah still shy so um i mean yeah i just i've learned how to work through it and and just act as as normal as i possibly can even when i'm scared to death i hear you and like how do you like prep like just right before you get into the scene especially i feel like it's easier because like you said you're doing it with your partner but like how do you guys like get ready for a scene like is it ever spontaneous where you're like okay okay get the camera get the camera or is it like okay we're gonna do this today type of a thing like just in the Um, day in the life you're prepping for a scene with my partner it's usually um it's usually uh like uh sporadic thing is like grab the camera um it's very rarely like oh we're gonna shoot tonight and getting ready um which it should be we we really need to you know because like I said we need to start treating it like more of a business and being more consistent um but I mean if you know before him and I got together just shooting with um I, I like to drink before I shoot whether it's I guess him, it makes you feel more comfortable yeah, I mean, it, 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 I definitely think that I get a lot 
freakier and more loose um, when I'm drunk. So I definitely like to drink when I shoot. I smoke weed, so I smoke a lot of weed. And I mean, that's that is the only way to help, you know, like right now at the moment, every day I have this debate with my own mother where I'm like, you know what, if you really want to be less stressed and you really want to lose weight and you really just want to live your life, just roll the J, like just, just stop, right. <laughs> talk with all of this and just roll, roll one. Yeah. <laughs> and say like one day. <laughs> yeah. You just want to enjoy life more, roll one. <laughs> well folks you heard it here just got rolling something's that <laughs> and like right. i just want to ask you just for the people who definitely are hearing this like for the first time hearing you for the first time and they just want to know what to kind of expect on your scenes on a scale to like one to ten how freaky is it um well it ranges my page you every single video is not um, it's not as intense as the last. Um, like I said, my pin post is probably the most intense that it will get. Um, I have some more erotic videos because I, I am a romantic. Um, so I do have some more, um, sensual videos and stuff like that. I hear you. I hear you. You there? Yeah, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Yeah, I was going to also ask you, like, when it comes to, like, shooting, especially with your partner, like, on and off, like, I can imagine the fun still happens, like, on, off camera, too? Yes, absolutely. Like, I can imagine it must get, like, really chaotic. Like, how do you guys, like... Has there ever been a moment where maybe, like, you guys have, like, filmed or maybe you thought you were filming and, like, just the camera wasn't on? Not with him and I, but that has happened to me a couple times. Absolutely. Oh, that's, and that's the worst. And, like, what do you do in that situation? You just took it up as a loss. <laughs> reshoot. That's all you can do. <laughs> that's all you got to do, just reshoot, reshoot. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's crazy. That's actually really crazy. And like, I just want to ask you, what advice can you honestly give to someone who's like, she's kind of seen this OnlyFans and they just want to like maybe try it out? You said, I'm sorry, say that again. What advice could you give someone who, like maybe a guy or maybe a girl who wants to start their own account? Maybe they want to try out this type of line of work and see if they can make it themselves. I would tell them, do not, do not start or try this industry because you're broke and you need money and you're, and you just have no other, this is your last resort. Um, like I said, um, I've always been a very sexual person. Um, I've always been sexually free and I'm also, uh, you know, I've, I, I, I enjoy being watched. I enjoy watching other people. So this wasn't anything that was hard for me to think about. And somebody, when I heard about this, when I heard about the Avenue, it was a hell yes for me. It wasn't, right. a, oh, but I got this person that I'm trying to please, or I don't want this person to see this. Or, you know, it was, it was me completely ready and excited to do something like this. 
Um, so yes, I would I would say that if if you love sex and you want people to see you and you and that's something that you that you love, if you have a fetish for it or you, it just it's something that you enjoy, then go for it. You can make lots of money doing it, but don't don't spell your soul basically. <laughs> I hear you. I definitely hear you. Like one last thing, well, a few other last things I want to ask you, like. You said that you've got that pin video and it's probably the freakiest that it's gotten. Do you think that the goat herself, the deity of oral herself, is she ever going to upstage that video and like- Absolutely. Oh yeah? Absolutely. And how long are you gonna make these poor people wait? They need uh, your mind controlling you ability. You know what? I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I didn't even know that that that, that scene was going to go how it went. So <laughs> I'm just going to continue to shoot, you know what I'm saying? And even yeah. you know every everything that I shoot um you know, I I approve of. I love. I don't put anything on there that I'm not in love with. So you know, what I love and what other people love um may not be the same thing all the time, but right. I definitely um you know, always working on myself, always working on getting better, always working on um, better locations and better, better, better ways to keep my fans engaged and surprised. Right. And tell me, what is your next path for your career? What is like your goals that you want to achieve this 2020? Like, what is it that you feel like 2020, this is my year, I'm going to do this and that, this and that, and y'all better stay tuned type shit. Like, what is <laughs> Um, well, I'd love to make my first million this year. Um, and, you know, it's so crazy because there was a time in my life where I, I could I could say that. And, and yes, it's motivating. But I never believed that I could possibly even reach that. And so me saying that now, knowing that it's within my grasp, um, you know, it's very motivating and, and uh, you know, makes me want to really grind to get there yeah i hear you i definitely hear you on that to be like very honest with you seeing your page like on twitter seeing how people kind of react to you like i'm pretty sure yeah you've retweeted stuff from like kinkwave before right like that's actually how i first saw you because like my girlfriend's going through and she was like yo yo look at her pink hair that that <laughs> do, do you see that and i was just there, like yeah it's dope and she was like no no no, no. look at it i was like okay, <laughs> calm down <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know what am i you really catch people on like that and i feel like you're right if you can like put in that extra consistency i'm telling you now a million is just not enough for the limit like i oh, feel like yes. you're gonna go far yes you are so right i agree with you a hundred percent um and and it's so funny like you i'm definitely going back to the pink hair like I wore it for so long and I'm like, oh, I probably need to change this because people are probably sick of it. But as soon as I changed it, everybody's like, oh, you're pink hair, pink hair, pink hair. I'm like, all right, I'm setting the right. appointment. It's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, even so, like, I think it was the video from the other day, like, my girlfriend was talking about it. Like, yeah, my girlfriend is a major fan at the moment. I don't know what you did to her, but, like, I think it's that manipulation, that mental thing you've been talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
I think it was that video with you and like the long red hair. She she was done. She was done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had braids, right? Right. Yeah. That yeah, no, funny. I just think it's awesome. I just think like I just hope and like wish that you make it like to the skies and above because like honestly speaking to you like I can't like see it any other way like you're such a nice person this has been like an amazing interview like I'm really grateful oh thank you you're very you're very sweet as well like I said I just give back the energy that's given to me so I can say the same thing about you (laughs) that's honestly awesome and just like any last words you want to say like off the mic, off topic, whatever you feel like you want to drop right now and say, like, you can go ahead and say it. All right. Um, well, I want to thank you for, um, you know, even being interested in interviewing me. Um, the only thing that I really have to say is, you know, be the best you that you can be, you know, live your life, um, according to your own, um, beliefs in your own agenda. Don't conform to what other people, you know, try to make you feel that is right. You're, you have a purpose. And if you're not following along the path that God or the, you know, your creator has laid out for you, then it's not going to work. And sometimes that path can seem unconventional, but you know, it's not, it's no one else's path, but yours to follow. So follow it. Um, and also follow me. (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like that that was good (laughs) and also follow me at on i on instagram at jasmine j-a-s-a-m-i-n-e banks official and um you can also follow my twitter my twitter is at jasmine banks and that again that's j-a-s a-M-I-N-E and in all of my bios you'll find my OnlyFans link and my OnlyFans is uh, you know it has every video, every scene, every picture every nude picture that I've ever took, every, ever taken so um, please subscribe and like and comment on my videos and um, that's it yeah folks you heard it from the goat yourself so <laughs> yes the goat speaking of which Jasmine, do you yes. know what? I have a bone to pick with you, hey. I have uh-huh. a real bone to pick right now. Okay. You need to change that Twitter handle from from Oral Goddess to the Goat. Like it I needs did. to be a twenty. No, I did. I did. I did. I did. As soon as I dropped that video, I'm like, yeah, because everybody. That's what everybody keeps saying, you know. So I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and and I got some other things in um some other things in line for throat goat too. So lit, lit. Yep, yep. So stay tuned. Make sure y'all follow me so y'all can see what I got coming up. Awesome. That that's so awesome. Jasmine, thank you so much. You are awesome, amazing. We cannot wait to see what's coming next. I'm gonna stay tuned. I know my girlfriend will stay tuned and all the folks here at the Urban Source Podcast. We're supporting you, girl. Like, honestly. Oh, thank you. Can you send me this interview? No, I definitely will. Don't even okay. worry about it. All right, great. Well, thank you. And your name is Matt, right? Yeah. Smoke so much pepper that I just might go color, man. Dick so long. You can let a pain on it. I'm just being nice.
Hey, what's up? She ringing me cause she know I'm her only pickle for the payer Get that pussy wet, my life's all aquatic My bad bitch is hot she is a Dated Egyptian American She's every woman, she's wearing it, that's all I'm I need my grief Fuck me, suck me, and run my tongue Can't believe that she keep a little secret for some shit like to call myself a content creator well let me rephrase that an adult content creator on OnlyFans so I create different types of fetish content you know different types of interests people have and you know yeah and I do that on OnlyFans my username is at Barbie underscore right, okay Barbie and can you tell us where you're from could you tell the people where you're representing I am repping South Africa, Johannesburg. <laughs> oh, look at you. That, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah, guys, this is our home school, Barbie, right now. Like, um, Barbie, tell me, how did you start this? Like, what piqued your interest in the adult world? Well, I'm pretty young, no cap. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> are so, you willing to tell us how young you are? Like, I'm going to just say... I'm below 20. Anything else would expose my actual age. <laughs> okay, but, bet. Bet. But, but I'm like, pretty young. It's safe to say you're above 18. I'm off right? age. Like, I'm off okay, age, of course. At least. There we go. I'm pretty young. And, um, well, I guess I kind of got tired of being broke. <laughs> right? I hear you. I hear you. And not necessarily right. being broke, but like, um, I had an SD. I don't know if you know what that is. It's a sugar daddy, a blesser, whatever you want to call it, right? And um, yeah, I no, just I felt like, you. I just felt like one day, um, this is not for me, you know? And I was like, let me maybe leave the SD, SB world and, you know, see if I can actually make it in the OnlyFans world. And, and how is here I am. treating you right now? You. Right now? I mean, it's pretty decent. <laughs> it's not bad. It's actually a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. Really? And tell me, what can people find on your content? People are like hearing you for the first time right now and they're like, Yo, okay, I'm going to click into Barbie. But what are they like feeling to expect? I have a lot of things on my page, I'm not going to lie. I have pictures and I have videos. I have, um, you know, different pictures, maybe in lingerie, videos in lingerie. Sometimes, you know, basically, I am just, you know, how do I put it? I am Barbie and my OnlyFans is the playhouse. You tell me what to do, you tell me what to post. You know what I mean? I hear you. That sounds actually pretty dope. I wanted to ask you. (laughs) 
When it comes to your content, have you filmed with other people? Is it just more solo content at the moment? And like, when did you start? Moment, at the moment, it's mostly solo content. Um, I've not really embarked on, you know, content with somebody else because, you know, I've spoken to some people and it's, it's really hard to try and edit a video and try to keep their face out of it and stuff like that and get my face in it. So, yeah, and I'm also a little skeptical about, you know, putting that kind of content out. Yeah, no, I definitely hear you on that. Um, can I ask you, what would you say is like the craziest thing someone might see on your content? What do you think so far as the highlights like, of what you've made? I'd say it was, um, well, this actually caught me by surprise. It's like... Um, Somebody asked to watch me pee. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and how did that go? And, I mean, they tipped me like $50. So, I mean, I was going to pee anyway, so I got paid to pee. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just said like, shit, I'm about to have this more water. You know what I'm saying? Get, the, get to it. You know what I mean? I mean, it was weird, but then, I mean... I, I was just kind of like, okay, this is new. <laughs> this is new? Okay. I'm really curious to ask you this, right? Having, mm-hmm. like, yet to, like, you know, put on some things, like, I guess I've kind of gone through your social media and, like, well, I mean, your Twitter. And, like, I'm curious, how does it, like, fare when you're competing with other OnlyFans, like, stars, where they just post, like, everything? Yeah. Like, they're completely bare on their, like, like Twitter pages, you know what I mean? Like they don't play no games. Like how do you compete with that when you don't really like show as much? I mean, you know, (laughs) this actually makes me laugh a lot because I really don't put out half my content like for promo and stuff. I actually recently deleted my promo on Twitter because I felt like it shouldn't be there. But I feel like when I started OnlyFans, I kind of like got lucky and started it at the right time when the hype and essay started. You know what I mean? So I got really lucky. It was in September, September. No, no, it was October. Sorry, my bad. It was in October when the hype on essay OnlyFans started. And it's like everybody was just like subscribing and stuff like that. So I felt like I'll always be one step ahead. And um, I don't need to compete with anybody because there's a reason my subs keep subbing because it's curiosity, it's teasing, it's not like, you know, putting everything out there and they'll sub because I wouldn't want my Twitter to turn into like the 2.0 of my OnlyFans because if I'm posting hella trailers and hella teasers, somebody could just like go through my Twitter and be like, I'm satisfied. Oh, yeah, no, no definitely. I, I agree with you on that. And where do you think it, taking it to the next level is for you? Like, what do you think yeah. you're going to achieve this year in 2020 where you're like, yeah, my OnlyFans is crazy right now? I mean, I actually had a goal to reach 200 fans, but unfortunately, oh, that, that is dead because... Um, I was kind of neglecting my OnlyFans, and now I'm back to 140 fans, if I'm not mistaken. 
So I think I'm probably going to like get back on that goal because I've lost my consistency. So I think I need to get back on my posting consistency and taking requests, of course, and stuff like that. Yeah, but no, I, don't I, really, I don't really have like any financial goals on OnlyFans. Like I want to make this much. That's good. But like, I mean, where do you see yourself? What is something that, okay, I guess everyone has their own fantasies and like, what brought you to OnlyFans? What made you explore your sexual fantasies? Like, where did you become so adventurous? My main interest was, um, I'm very submissive, if you may call it that. And when yeah. someone is telling me what to do, it's like that kind of like taps into that part of my sexuality, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I hear you. Because I'm being told what to do and I'm obeying, but I'm getting paid for obeying. <laughs> and it's like, um, oh, it also, wow. okay, it um, also um, explores my, oh, I just got a new fan. <laughs> oh, it explores my, my sexuality because it's not just guys, there's females, you know, and taking that kind of energy from a female kind of feels different and it kind of explores like maybe I am attracted to women, maybe I'm attracted to men, maybe I'm both, you know? Well, I mean, I, I would tell you that there's definitely nothing wrong with that at all. Like, you're attracted to who you're attracted to, you know what I mean? In a world where we live in where it's just, like, judgment and judgment, it's, like, kind of an important thing to realize that, like, we can't judge everyone because at the end of the day, we all have our own kinks, we all have our own shit that, like, if you bring it into life, people will be like, damn, dude, is that, is that you right now? Like, <laughs> so I feel like it's only fair to accept it. Like, I want to ask you, what started you off the path of your sexuality? Like, when did you lose your virginity? Um, well, um, it was in 2018. <laughs> that was so, actually pretty um, soon, years back. Yeah, I mean... I was kind of like that virgin in high school, if you get me. And <laughs> But it's like before I'd even lost it, I kind of always had people judging me anyway, calling me a hoe, calling me different names, you know, very degrading things because they just genuinely assumed that I was sleeping around, you know, before I even knew what it was. No, I hear you. Um, I was going to tell you something crazy, right? So the interview I did before this, which will be like later on in this episode, um, yeah. I was doing an interview with Jasmine Banks. I don't know if you know her. She's also an OnlyFans content creator in, in the States. She's yeah. got about like 74K. It's, she's pretty good. Her stuff is like crazy. And like she was <laughs> telling me like she'd always been an ultra sexual person. Like she'd lost her virginity at 12. Like. And I find it, like, crazy that, like, other people have these, like, different experiences. But, like, the common thing that I'm noticing is that people just be out here calling everybody uh, and, like, everybody is, <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's hardly true. Like, yeah, how do and you feel about true. that? Do you think I mean, the guy that you were first with, did he, like, kind of, I don't know, maybe he saw that in you and maybe he thought that would be his way in? Or do you think... He was the sweet type of guy. What was your first experience? He was, um, 
I actually didn't expect this, but I'm... <laughs> um, well, <laughs> for me, it was, it was really sweet, but also very, very dominant. And that's why I think I, I am very, you know, submissive because it was my first time, but he was a little bit rough with me and I've always liked that. Even when I had another experience with somebody else, I expected that from them. So he was a very sweet guy when he approached me, but like, obviously, I just think the beast was awoken and <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Do you think that you'd ever find yourself on the other side? Maybe you'd be the beast. Are we planning to see a Barbie like Ken moments where Ken becomes the Barbie and Barbie becomes the beast? Like, is that ever going to happen on your OnlyFans? I think maybe if I explore a little bit more, because for me to get more comfortable, it's something I have to start doing off camera and then, you know. Yeah, no. and how are you dealing with that like just from your tone like you have this very like gentle like kind of tone do you feel like you get shy very easily on camera I mean when I'm alone I'm comfortable I'm in my bedroom I'm in my bathroom I'm, I'm comfortable but if it's like maybe I'm with someone else I'm a little shy because I can see the flashes on I know they're recording I know, you know, and yeah, it just, it pushes me to be a little more, I don't know, sometimes it pushes me to be fierce, and sometimes it pushes me to be shy. Pardon? Yeah, no, I get that. And when will people, when do you think you're going to make that next step to finally, you know, start filming with other actors, maybe other content creators? Guy or girl? Um, let's maybe, I don't know, sometime this year, next year. We'll see. I'm a very spontaneous person, so I'd like to surprise people. You know? Yeah, most because definitely. And you're <laughs> a content creator who kind of, like, I guess, you're not, like, fully like identity wise like you know you're not like yo this is actually me in real life type of a thing how does it feel like living this like double life like does it feel kind of exciting is there a thrill to it well um there's a time I actually used to um show my face on twitter you know I wouldn't be like nude I wouldn't be like doing anything like that but I'd just be like this is my face because a lot of people on twitter actually really liked my face as opposed to the nudes I'd post, I'd notice like my face would get more retweets than my nudes, which was really funny, <laughs> right? And then it's um, funny. To be honest, I've seen your face, and I feel like I have like this power over everyone. Now. I'm just there, like I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, that's just how it is. And well, I mean, it's it's thrilling because I don't know. You know, I could go out and get recognized and it's like, damn, okay, that's my fan, that's Barbie. I don't know, it's just, it's fun knowing that, like, that's my little secret because nobody else knows about it except maybe people I've told in my circle. I hear you. I definitely hear you on that. Um, 
Have you ever thought of, I guess, because you said you're still trying to figure out the editing and why, why don't you just like wear masks? Like, has that ever been like a thing? Do you think that could be a coming king for you? Like mask play think, and stuff like that? I think masks is something I I would consider, but currently, well, we'll just see how it goes, you know, because when I make content, I don't cover my face. I don't like to cover my face because I feel like I'm not ashamed of any content I've put out. It's like sure, if my content sure. is to leak, if my content is to leak, I took it, I posted it up, I'll take full responsibility for it. Dang, you know? so I guess you're you're pretty like ready for when the time comes. Do you feel like there will be a day where it will get leaked? I mean, um, how do I put it? One, I mean, one thing that probably happened to me back in high school was that I've always taken nudes <laughs> since I was like right. 13, since I was like 13. And I mean, there's a time they were kind of like spread throughout my entire grade. And that experience kind of made me like have this, I really don't care attitude. Like, you know, yeah. share that shit, leak it. I really don't care. So it's like, if my OnlyFans things leak, I mean, there's certain people that I went to school with that are going to be like, oh, whatever, you know? It's happened before. But I mean, were they really complaining when it leaked? Like, I've seen some of your content, and I'm like, I don't know if it would be like more of a, oh, how could she do this? Like, look at her body. Like, it'd more be like, damn, like, look at her body, like. I mean, it was a little bit of both. I mean, obviously, most females don't really accept that kind of thing. You know, that's probably where all the slut shaming came from, that whole incident. Then with guys, I was pretty cool with guys. I mean, obviously, certain guys would view me more as a sexual person, but it wasn't anything like that bothered me and... It's it's just like I accepted it as it is. I was just glad I didn't get into trouble for it. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, like, I feel like when you look at Twitter, there's just two types of people. They're the people who tolerate everything, and they're like, yo, do you, girl, like, make that money, like, dope. And then there's the other people who are, like, just these ultra-super judgmental people. And it's like, honestly, if you actually care about the opinions, and then, like, it's just too time-consuming, you know what I mean? I mean, for me, I was one of those people that kind of, I, I don't really want to ever judge someone for like the content they put out or their hustle and what they do, because I mean, I never thought I'd do OnlyFans, hey? And well, here I am, and here I am. But I never really judged it. I was actually like, oh, what is this, you know? Uh, I was more intrigued by it, but obviously, when more people hear that, oh my God, Barbie does OnlyFans, you get a lot of people that are like shocked and stuff like that. And, you know, they could even come up to me and be like, oh, how could you do this? How could you do this? And those are supposed to be my friends. They're supposed to support me no matter what. But, you know, you get their opinions. And for me, I just think, do you, despite people's judgment, because I feel like there's more support than criticism in the world considering you know adult content and stuff like that
Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Like, I personally feel like, like, especially after speaking to so many OnlyFans content creators, I'm like, dude, they're people. They're normal people. Like, just because they're new, like, come on. Let's not act <laughs> like no one's ever watched porn before and stuff like that. Like, just just get over it, dude. Like, there's no reason to be judging. Like, it's perfectly <laughs> fine. In the world we live in, there's a lot more crazier things happening than people doing OnlyFans, you know what I mean? Like, Honestly, I mean, when you look at when OnlyFans hit SA, I don't think a lot of people... A lot of people were criticizing it, but a lot of those people were actually subscribed. And right. <laughs> that's one thing I noticed because these guys were never like discreet. They used their Twitter names as their OnlyFans names. And I could like go back to my tweets and they'd be the same guys like, what is this? But then you'd find them subscribed. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. Like personally, I've, like, never subscribed to, like, an OnlyFans content creator yet. And I'm just there, like, I I would just to see, like, to support at this point, like, after doing this podcast, like, my whole Twitter feed looks wild now because I've, like, followed so many on, like, the basis of research and talking to them. I'm just there, like, (laughs) my timeline is an OnlyFans. Like, (laughs) it's a whole page by itself now. Like, it's crazy. For me, actually, um, something that I noticed, and I always tweet about this, my OnlyFans Twitter versus my normal Twitter are so different to the point where it scares me because my normal Twitter has, like, less than 200 followers. Then you get my OnlyFans Twitter that's going to probably hit 10K soon. That's crazy. And I never... I never open my OnlyFans Twitter in public because I might just be welcomed by some content, if you know what I mean. Right. It happened to me already. Like, I make this mistake of forgetting that, like, currently my Twitter feed is just, like, wild. It is wild. Like, I feel like wild is an understatement. I was at work today and I was like, you know what, let me just go on Twitter for a second. And then as I was doing it, I'm like, Ooh, do I want to do this to myself? Like, I'm sitting with my boss right now. Like, <laughs> let me just get fired once. Like, why not? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Shane, man. I mean, I actually had to learn that the hard way because I'm one of those people that has this habit of just... I, I tend to forget as well, but, like, now I've actually developed this thing where I switch from my OnlyFans Twitter to my normal Twitter so that we don't have that situation. Nice, nice. Okay, tell me this. If you had to choose, right, your first like video that you release with another content creator or maybe someone else, would it be a guy or a girl first? Would be a guy. But do you think you'd have that guy in mind? What like scene you think you'd play out? Um, like scene. I think I'd be into something outdoor. <laughs> outdoor like, that's different that's actually different because that's something I've never okay I've done something like that but not on camera of course but like I'd like to like do something proper outside <laughs> I hear you I hear you and I just want to ask you like 
what's your you tell me what are your kinks what do what can people expect from barbie because she may be like you know you said journey fans is a playhouse but what really tickles barbie's fancy um well (laughs) i think i'm not a very difficult person per se but i do have a lot of kinks that um even when i tell my partner he's very scared by it because (laughs) it's very new to him i'm into like um you know the usual shit spanking tying up you know i don't know i i'm kind of like into pain to some extent so pain kind of turns me on um what else am i into anything related to pain really <laughs> that's crazy that's actually really crazy like I, I couldn't imagine but yeah barbie this is actually a question that's been on my mind right okay mm-hmm. so let's say someone were to hit you up like i guess maybe another content creator like how do you think you go about like you know making these arrangements for yourself especially when it comes to your videos like what's your day-to-day plan um like if i were to ever record with another content creator or at least right now when you record with yourself like what is the day-to-day schedule like i don't really per se have a schedule because like i'm like every other person I wake up, you know, I see the plans for today because I'm pretty much there's nothing I'm doing this year, not going to school or anything. So my day usually consists of me in the morning. I could take a shower video because my fans really love that. I could go about my day, I could go out, go shopping, go out to eat, meet up with like a couple of friends and you know, come back home, probably take a few videos, pictures, um, or I could not do that because I don't feel like it. (laughs) And um, probably when I take my night shower, I could probably wear something, you know, something my fans, I actually don't call my fans my fans, I call them my daddies. whatever they pick, because I tend to do this thing. I could set a poll, like, what color should I wear today? So they could be, like, pink, red, black, whichever has the most votes. I'll wear that, take a picture in it, take a video in it. And, yeah, and sometimes I could... I tend to do this thing where I tell my fans um, different parts of the day that, hey, I got wet today, and I could probably go to the bathroom take a picture and upload it because they like to know when I'm wet. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, so I guess you spend a lot of time, like, you know, communicating with your fans. I've been neglecting my fans, but <laughs> when I when I feel like it, I do speak to my fans on a regular. And when I wasn't really doing so well, they kind of noticed that my posts went down and my energy was a bit off. So they do check on me and... It's pretty comforting. That's dope. That, I, I find that really cool that you can actually, despite the fact that what people would think, just because you're like an adult um, entertainment content creator, you actually have like a support system going with your fans. Like that's actually pretty legit. Of course. I mean, 
you know, some of these guys are not even into my content some of the times. You right. find that they just want somebody to talk to. No, I definitely do. When it comes to that, especially, I guess, with, like, a lot of South African guys, like, you don't know what happened recently with this whole men are trash thing. And, like, you know, I think it's becoming a thing where guys are finding it very hard to, like, establish a connection with women again. Honestly, and I think um, when guys subscribe to my page, a lot of them, it's more like an escape because, you know, when you're on my page, it's like a... It's like just you. You know about it and I know about it. And, you know, that's your space. And if you want to speak to me, I'm there. <laughs> that's cool. That's actually really cool. And can I ask you, Barbie, like just dwelling just slightly into your personal life, are you in a relationship? Yes, I am. And how is that going? Like, how does that work? Like being in a relationship? Does your partner know about your only fund? Actually, um, hmm. He found out, and Ooh. it it didn't really fly with him. And it's something that he doesn't really like, but he lets me do it. He he says, um, you know, because um, we broke up and we're back together now. He says, you know, what, you can do what you want to do, but you know, be safe. That's what he says. Because oh, wow. he, just, I know, it sounds pretty jelly. <laughs> no, I think he probably didn't like that I was putting my face on Twitter. He's okay with my face on my content. He can go through my page anytime. I don't have trust issues with him. And, you know, he can, if he wants to ever log on to my OnlyFans, he can. But it's like one of those things where he didn't like seeing my face on the TL. And Yeah, I hear you. Also, it kind of compromised my identity at some point, and I had to lay low for a bit. Yeah, no, definitely. And I'm curious, like, how do you think, like, the relationship dynamic works? Like, how does he feel with knowing that there are obviously other people who see you in, like, doing intimate things and such? Like, how, did it get to him at some point, or how does he feel about it? It did get to him at some point, and he'd actually said to me, um, I'm not going to use my real name, but I'm going to say, um, he said, if you're going to do this, we can't be together. <laughs> oh, and then I just, you know, didn't respond. And then the next day he hit me up and he said he was sorry. And he, he asked his female friends for advice. And his female friends told him that, it's 2019. Well, this was last year when we had this disagreement. They basically said, this is 2019. This is literally normal now. And if you're not going to support your girl, let her go. And right. then he just he just decided that it's not really worth fighting me and leaving me just because I'm a content creator. Yeah, it's not technically like you're cheating on him. You're just providing entertainment. Like, it's not like you're going to be sleeping with your fans and stuff like that. Of course not. And, I mean, that whole sleeping with my fans thing, it's something that I might put it out there that I don't do that, but they'll still ask. Yeah, no, definitely. Of course they're going to shoot their shot. Like, it's, it's pretty obviously that, like, 
people can't control themselves, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes the virtual world just isn't enough. I suppose. It's kind of cute sometimes. (laughs) No, I mean, when I was single, it was a little bit tempting, I'm not going to lie. I mean, but... But yeah, that actually brings the question to, like, my mind. What happens when another content creator wants to talk to you about filming a scene with them? How do you think it's going to affect your relationship? Well, I wouldn't consider it right now. At all. Because, I mean, there has been a couple of videos that were on my OnlyFans, which have now been removed. And if anybody asks for them, I can share them in the the OnlyFans DMs, because we have DMs on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, I know how it works, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't mind sharing those videos privately, but they're not on my wall. Yeah, no, definitely, I hear you. And have you ever thought of, like, because when I was speaking to Jasmine, she actually told me that, like, she doesn't film with other people because she's currently in a relationship. However, she does film with her partner. She just keeps his face out. But, like, he's basically her prop to use in her videos. Um, <laughs> Don't you think you'd be able to convince your boyfriend to do that? Like, Well, I will see. We currently, <laughs> we currently haven't embarked on our sexual life yet. <laughs> oh, really? How long? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I understand, like... So it's still, like, a bit, like, not there yet, then? <laughs> I mean, we, we were together before for about a year, almost a year, and now we're back together, and it's been three months together now. So we're kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, we take things very slowly, I guess. That's really sweet. That's really sweet. I think it's really sweet that even though, like, you're in, like, you do this type of work in this type of industry, in your own personal life you take things like slow and like you enjoy the moment it i think people listening to this now will be like taking that into perspective that you are human that you actually have real feelings that grow over time and like that's that's beautiful stuff thank you um i just think there's a misconception that i'm always horny (laughs) and it's like not really the case but while I do I do get horny and I do post about it but it's like I'm not always horny and it's like something people think about OnlyFans girls and I mean it's okay for girls that are like that but I highly doubt there's anybody that's horny 24-7 it's just marketing yeah I, I would I would believe you on that but surprisingly from like the few that I've spoken to like one out of the few that I spoke to, she was like, dude, all day, every day, 24-7, you look at me with that smile again, you go get it. I was like, holy crap, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you got some I'm, wild energy, bro. Like, power to you. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I understand. Like, for somebody like me, obviously, I have to be on a high all the time. But for me, I do have days where... It's like I will literally not get turned on by anything. Yeah, and then no, there's sure. days where I'm super, super sensitive. And it's like, why am I like this today? And yeah, those no, are sure. the day. Those are the days I make probably the best content. 
All right, and I want to ask you, like, how do you think that you get yourself into the mood, like, before you put yourself on camera? Like, what is that process like? Do you have to drink to get there? Do you feel more comfortable when you're not sober? Like, what is the case? Because with Jasmine, she kind of told me that, like, a little bit of the bubbly, you know what I mean? Like, it can help. <laughs> well, for me, um, I actually don't have a playlist, but I tend to play music. Um, my favorite is probably Beyonce because, um, you know, well, there's specific songs, of course, that get me into that mood. I probably listen to like The Weeknd, um, Jacques, Jeremiah, (laughs) you know, you know the vibe, you know, you know their vibe. I hear you, I hear you. You just listen to that music that puts you there, like, I get it. And yeah, I mean, there has been times where I've had a joint or two to kind of relax but um the content wasn't very good <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i bet in your head you were like play so you're like yeah this is probably the best shit i've ever made and then like and then, in reality it was like yeah not so much the thing is um i got high i started taking you know pictures and videos and um they, they were blurry some of them uh-huh. I placed, I forgot to rotate the camera, so it was facing the other way, and it was just crazy. Well done, well done. I'm I'm proud of you guys, you heard it here first. Our friend (laughs) over here is not one to pass the blend to. (laughs) Not in working hours. (laughs) Of course. That's awesome, Barbie. Like, I really appreciate you, like, coming on and just, like, giving yourself a chance to just be out there for your fans to hear like another side to you. If you could give advice to any girl right now who may be thinking of starting an OnlyFans, even a guy, like what advice would you think you would want to give someone that you thought that you wish you heard for yourself? Um, there's really nothing I don't wish I hadn't heard <laughs> because I, I did my research. I, I actually watched a lot of YouTube videos from other content creators on OnlyFans tips and advice. Probably watched over 10 videos before I, you know, got verified. And for me, um, it would specifically be for an essay OnlyFans creator because I see this a lot. It's don't copy anyone, you know? Right like be yourself and don't ever change your personality like if you're you know wild be wild don't try to limit yourself to just oh i'm horny i'm horny i'm horny and that's that because you know it exhausts your content because a lot of girls do exhaust their content because it's like if i see one of my favorite content creators, female, of course, posting a lot of Turk videos. And then I started doing that as well. I might not receive the same energy from my fans or my subscribers or my Twitter followers right. because that's not what they know me for, you know? Because mm, I've, I've kind of created my own type of, you know, content because it's always to develop something special about your content. Like, for me, it's probably the whole 
what color underwear should I wear today? Or, you know, um, what should I dress up as? What should I wear today? Things like that. Like Barbie's Playhouse, you control what Barbie does. That's my thing. Other girls have their thing. But when you don't really have that element, your content just becomes as stale as everyone else's. Yeah, most definitely I hear you on that. that. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And that, yeah, there's a lot more. I do speak to a lot of females in the DMs. So, I mean, anybody that wants advice can always, you know, hit me up on Twitter. And, yeah. Speaking of which, Barbie, you want to plug yourself? You want to plug your OnlyFans? You want to tell these folks what they can expect coming 2020 from Barbie and her wonderful playhouse? Um, 2020, we're just taking it to a whole different level with the type of content I'm going to be creating. Like I mentioned earlier, I do want to try some outdoor things. And where I live, we do definitely have a lot of parks. So we might be seeing a lot of outdoor content, flashing, etc. Something I'm scared of. <laughs> right. Okay. No, I got you here. I'll keep this up. <clears throat> Listen here, folks. You heard it here first at the Urban Twist podcast. If you like Barbie and you like the Playhouse, guess what? We're going outside the Playhouse. No Ken, <laughs> no house, no car, no nothing. We're going straight to the mother smacking woods where Barbie <laughs> will show you how it goes down in 2020. You forget about the war. You forget about Trump. All you need to know is that Barbie coming. She coming hard this year. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that felt good. I, I'm, I'm really glad I played my part. <laughs> I, I really love your energy, by the way. Awesome. Thank you so much. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm enjoying this episode more than I think my girlfriend would like, but it's not like in that type of way. I just wanted to like give people <laughs> a chance to understand what is OnlyFans, what is adult content creation and like how you should have a mindset to it because at the end of the day I feel like this is now becoming one of the biggest streams of like media that is like just hopped out of nowhere true and And, like no lie I support it like I honestly support it like I've always been a person who's like yo if you're a stripper if you're a porn star like if you're a lawyer you're a doctor at the end of the day that's your grind that's your hustle it's what you want to do and no one should judge you but support you you know what i mean like that's just how life goes i definitely can agree with that and you know let's just normalize just normalizes that's like honestly one thing i just want from people not if it's you know not for you don't look at it simple true barbie question my last question for you if you hit a million subscribers will you decide to go full-time as your only fans content creator a million subs wow i would do you feel like you want that goal a million subs a million subs Damn, I will make content all day, every day. <laughs> Full time? Full time? That's out of the question. <laughs> Shit, partner, I hear you, I hear you. So, like, how about this? We're going to do this. This, this like, interview was amazing, but in 2021, beginning of 2021, I have to interview you again. We need to have a progress report, the Barbie progress report. Sure, I'm open to that. (laughs) 
I expect like big things from you. Like I just want you to know that like you've got the Urban Tours podcast like support and we really hope that you just live out your dream. You have fun. You don't let anything hold you back. Don't let judgment, don't let, you know, anything really like hold you back from doing what you want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Of course. And I don't see myself stopping anytime in the next year or so. So that progress report is looking good already. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I'm already keen. Like, let's just jump right there and just see how you just completely ground all over the place. I can imagine it right now. <laughs> all right. Thank you for that energy. <laughs> <laughs> but well like thank you for just being on the episode today guys you've heard it here um barbie do you want to say any last words you want to say goodbye do you want um, to say anything else i want to say um y'all better sub to my only fans i bet <laughs> i bet <laughs> okay I, um... swish swish bish Yeah, can you believe it? Wasn't that amazing? Um, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be straight up. Whew, those were nerve-wracking interviews. I don't even know why I was so shy, but I really was. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was just really shy at some point. I just felt like a robot. Like, let me answer or tell you questions. You answer now. What? 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 <laughs> Anyways, yo, it's been great. I appreciate all your listens i appreciate everyone who sends messages people who comment on the last episode someone told me that i said something wrong but something about star wars i don't give a crap <laughs> i'm kidding um i love you guys so much i can't wait for the next episode deuces